So yeah, we're gonna see some stuff. Pink princess crown. That's a teddy bear. Uh, you're gonna sit right there, socially distanced. From... Socially distanced, I like that. Like it's a big, big yeah. camera pointed at me. Now we just want Dan to talk about cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my specialty anyway. Yeah. I should be working for a cheese company. <laughs> what are you doing here? It's a lot bigger than I thought. Pretty sure you can't say that on a podcast, Chris. <laughs> Let's all take a, a moment of zen. Okay? We're gonna we're gonna get through this together. I think so. Hello and welcome to another episode of Catching Up. I am Dan Vanderkoy. I am in the communications department here at the Ocean Cleanup, and I'm joined with Ava Schneider and Chris Reichard. Let's start with you, Ava. What do you do here? Yeah, so I'm Ava, and I'm uh, the Recycling and Material Development Manager in the Valorization team, and that team is uh, valorizing the catch from the ocean and turning that into products and then the proceeds of the products will be reinvested in the cleanup operations. And I have been taking care of the garbage to material work stream, so to say. So when the catch came to land and taking it through the whole recycling process and transforming it into the ocean cleanup material or hero material, and then to be ready to be manufactured in a product. And you wouldn't be able to be doing what you're doing without this guy and his team. Chris, what is it that you do here? I'm a project engineer in the, the Oceans team. And so what we're doing is essentially developing that technology that allows us to uh, you know, get that plastic out of the ocean. So specifically for myself, working on the, okay, the different components that we need to build the overall system and uh, eventually seeing that the overall system gets into the ocean uh, so that we can get the plastic to hand over to the valorization team. What is the latest with the ocean system? With the ocean system, we're in the current development for system number two. Um, so taking all the lessons learned from, uh, say, system zero one, taking that, uh, improving it, and uh, essentially making this system into something that we can scale up in the future. So just making sure we can tick off those boxes uh, that in the end, when we have the system in the water, that, okay, the next systems, we can start scaling. Ava, we have a little presentation coming up at the end of October. We can't give away exactly what the product is right now, but what is this presentation going to be about? This little presentation is the beginning. Yeah, it's the end of the plastic journey or, or the beginning, uh, how you would say. Yeah, it's how you look at it. <laughs> but uh, when we, um, we took the garbage to shore and we took it to the whole recycling process, so we're, we were taking it through these uh, all these steps, and then um, at the end of October, we're finally gonna uh, show what the product is to the world and inviting people to join us on becoming ambassadors for having a piece of their own ocean plastic. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be very exciting. And uh, yeah, we will be using these proceeds of these products to fund the future cleanup operations. So as you were already saying, it's actually full circle. So that's uh, going to be very exciting. And one of the fascinating aspects of the plastic that we've pulled out of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch so far, but what we also plan on pulling in the future, is how we can transform that into a material that can be used for product that is not a tiny percentage of ocean plastic like some companies do, but it's actually a, a pretty high percentage of reusable plastic that you were able to come up with. Talk a little bit about that. 
indeed, we, we, we took it from using that material as a basis and seeing what is it, what are the properties of the material and what can we then do with it and what do we really need to add to make it um, also a durable material to be used into products instead of the other way around where it's like now also sometimes just a nice story to hey, I just use normally just virgin plastic, but let's add 5 or 10% of recycled plastic to say that it's made of ocean plastic. No, we, we turn it around and say, let's start from the material we get from the ocean and see what really needs to be added. So I've been doing a lot of tests and iterations. And yeah, now we came up with a material um, that contains around 95, 96% of um, ocean plastic so uh, yeah our ocean cleanup uh, material is pretty uh, pure ocean plastic i would say how how did you get interested in this profession i think of like some little girls that grow up being like you know i want to be a ballerina or i want to be a princess and you chose a career where you want to play with trash yeah that's not how it uh, how it, it's not something i dreamed huh but uh, no, it went quite naturally. So I studied uh, chemical engineering, so I'm a chemical engineer. I was always interested in chemistry and I've been always been interested in, in understanding our world, things around us. And then I've been, during my studies, I, I've heard about the ocean cleanup and then I realized that, hey, I can see if I can make a difference there or if I can help there. So that's how I actually rolled into it. But it all started from my chemistry passion. So. <laughs> and I've seen some video where you're in some pretty smelly places with all of this ocean plastic. People don't realize how bad it can smell. Do you ever get to a point where you're like, where am I and, and how did I end up here? <laughs> yes, I do. Especially when I, in the, when you, like in all kinds of weather conditions, we go out and we work with this plastic and it's been, Indeed, it can be smelly sometimes, and it's cold and it's windy. I remember this uh, one day when we were sorting the plastic at AVR and I was cycling to the station in the morning and there was like a layer of snow on the cars. And I was like, oh no, we're gonna work outside the whole day with ocean plastic. <laughs> and then you could feel that, and you were like wearing hard hats and wearing glasses and these shoes. And there are not many girls there either. So sometimes I think, what did I get myself into? But it's uh, it's really amazing to actually see it because that also makes you understand the problem and also makes you um, wanting to do even more. And by just seeing it, you, you learn so much just about how to, how to also prepare the team offshore for future catches, how to sort it or how to handle it. And it's just very valuable to be there and see it happening. And it also creates the urge to, to realize that what we're doing is really important and that is really needed because this was only a tiny bit of that what is still out there so yeah, i mean it's just tremendous amounts out there i remember being out there with uh, wilson uh and we had to go inspect the system and do tests with the system and we put the small boat in the water so you really get to the surface because when you're on the big vessel high up uh, yeah you see the bigger pieces floating around you see a ghost net you see a big um uh, was it kind of like a plastic buckets and stuff like that? But once you really get down close to the water, then you really start picking all those pieces of plastic floating around. 
and we had some time to kill when we were on the small boat between the tests. So we went around and started to pick up pieces of plastic. We pick up one piece, and you go and you see there's another piece, and then there's another, and another, and another. You could easily just spend the whole day doing that. Or, I mean, in the end, if you want to clean the whole oceans, yeah, years if you take that method. So it's just, yeah, seeing it just really gives you the sense and the scale of the problem that we face. There's been a lot of Wilson chatter lately that I've heard and a lot of going back to, you know, the days of Wilson. What was the experience like for you of Wilson? Yeah, it was a, say a great experience. Was, of course, Wilson was our, our first system here at the Ocean Cleanup. But that's uh, the one that, the, hey, this is it. We're going to clean the oceans with. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a quite, a, say, a, an adventure or a journey, let's say. Um, getting there from the from the design uh, to the, to the assembly of it and then the execution out there, um, yeah, I was happy to be a part of all of it and see the whole process of it. Um, but it had to have been emotional for you too, because I know you are also in Hawaii. Yep. And one of the things I always think about when I see that footage from when you know we all know what happened to Wilson as part of the first mission, and then it was Wilson was moved to Hawaii to be disassembled. What yeah. was it like for you to watch this poor pipe? Yeah, poor pipe. <laughs> get disassembled. I mean, essentially it's a kind of a, a tragedy and a, a success story. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a tragedy that the, the, the system failed. It, hey, yeah, we didn't uh, achieve the lifetime or what we wanted to with it. But, uh, and also it was a, a success story because, hey, we learned a lot from this. I mean, for me, I was there at uh, in Hawaii, um, being in charge of getting lessons learned from the system and uh, okay, uh, recording any damages or anything we could from it to make sure we got those lessons learned. But yeah, to see the pipe being pulled out of the water and you know, hey, this is the last time this system is going to be used. It was sad to see because we did spend a lot of time in engineering and development and especially being there, seeing the thing assembled. You know, it was quite an emotional journey because yeah, it was assembled uh, yeah, a few months beforehand and just felt like it was too short to, have the, to take the system out of the water. But yeah, in the end, we, we learned a lot. So, I mean, we can take that as a great success. But I hear that there is a happy ending for Wilson, right, Ava? Yeah, that's where um, Chris and I teamed up because, um, yeah, in Hawaii, they were disassembling it and they... I wanted to say that there's one of there's a really cool picture of you sitting in that pipe, yeah. looking out over Good the times. water, looking at it like hoping it has a better life. But then, um, yeah, we worked together to say what can we do to give Wilson a second second chance, second life. So um, yeah, so we uh, were looking at okay, who can recycle these kind of things? What can we do? Like Hawaii is not the the island with the most uh, yeah, recycling facilities available. So we had to uh, see what we could do there. But then we found a, um, yeah, we were looking at recyclers here and what we could do. And then we found a recycler that could recycle this pipe. So we we're like, hey, what does it need? What does it take? What can we do? So uh, let's make that work. So that's where we, um, yeah, we actually found someone willing to do that because the Wilson pipe was it was a pretty big pipe, so <laughs> we needed someone with expertise, and that was, uh, and we found that. So then we could um, see what we could do to give Wilson that second chance. Yep, the second life. I mean, it's a lot of material, so yeah, we definitely want to take it to make sure we can do something good with it in the end. So we might be seeing Wilson again in some shape or form. We might, yeah. Have to wait and see. <laughs>
You guys are all working together now. All the departments at the Ocean Cleanup are really working together now. What, Chris, what have you felt like the energy has been like this year? Put COVID aside, put all, all the drama aside, but like we are in an, in an exciting time with, yeah. with this, everything coming full circle. How have you sensed the energy of even the Ocean team moving forward? I would say it's uh, exciting. Um, we had some ups and downs here of the development for System 002. We had an, an initial idea in the beginning and uh, going through the overall system assessments, uh, we had to uh, say switch directions. So we had a bit of a down period. But now, uh, well, we had a backup plan, luckily. So it's always good to have one of those. Uh, and then we switched direction there. And, and uh, I think that uh, really helped to pick up the excitement. And uh, we're really looking forward to this development phase. And uh, coming up in the, in the end of this year, we look to do some more testing in the North Sea to help the, with the verification process and to ensure we're on the right track for the uh, System 002 developments, I think. We're really in an exciting part of the year now. What's inspiring you right now? Is the fact that we are now seeing it come full circle, does that add to an extra sense of inspiration to you guys? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, uh, it's inspiring to see that uh, we're making progress and to the solution here and uh, getting to that full circle solution. Hey, we uh, design the technology to clean the oceans. We get that plastic out. We hand that over to the valorization team. They produce something useful, a, a product from that. From that, we get uh, yeah, income in a way or uh, yeah, money to help fund uh, our mission here in the oceans to develop that technology. So it's great to see that the, how everything is coming together in the organization to really clean the oceans. And Ava, what has the energy been like in your team? The energy in my team, it's been a roller coaster, I would say. We've been, uh, we've been on this plastic journey together with people that actually donated that and also joined us on this plastic journey. But it's been, we started at when the plastic landed in December 2019 and since then it has been been quite of a crazy time uh, but the energy has been good we've all been very excited and uh, sometimes you actually need to tell ourselves to take a moment and to actually realize where we are and what we're doing and that we're actually here and that it's not something that should be should be a given it's just something we are working very hard for and we um, yeah we should also take a moment to appreciate that so um, but the energy in the team is good, and we're all very excited for the presentation in October. <laughs> Knowing now that we are doing this, and this is not just you know talk that we want to do this, what does it open for the future? What it opens for the future is that by doing this, we enable the Ocean Team to go through their development of their System 002, and then um, also do those operations while being out there with that system and then um, yeah bringing back even more plastic that we can then take to do another product or do another um just yeah the future is bright then it's <laughs> yeah no it's it's good so we know that now we know it's possible so this has really been the proof of of this concept and bringing it here taking it through that entire journey and then coming with this final material and then handing that over to get a product produced. It's just, yeah, I, I cannot believe that it's actually happening now. So yeah, that's yeah. really exciting. I think it's amazing what they're doing there, just seeing the progress and, uh, and what they managed to achieve. I mean, it's great because it helps us in the end because yeah, cleaning the oceans, it's not a cheap task. It costs money to do this. And uh, 
you know, it's great to see that okay, they can take what we provide to them and make value from it. And from that value, we get that back to us to help us with our goals. So I think it's a, say, an amazing cooperation between the teams here in the, yeah, in the end to achieve our overall mission. Where do you see us going in the future as an organization? Ooh, that's a tricky question. No, so this is of course still, we're still in this development phase. We developed the first, we're just first product now. And yeah, for me, it's very interesting to, especially with recycling, we've been doing it small scale now, but we're now preparing to, to see like bigger quantities and how we're gonna take care of that, but also working with partners and seeing how we could do that. Because we're not a recycling company. I wish I was, no, I don't wish I was, but <laughs> no, so we need people for that. We need expertise and we need people with the right expertise to help us and to provide these technologies. Um, so, in this, so now it's interesting to see how we're going to handle these bigger quantities and how we're going to be ready for scale up. So it's going to be an interesting time. Ava, what has been the most exciting or interesting time that you've had at the ocean cleanup? Oh, yeah, there, there are various things. So yeah, like I mentioned, the, the sorting and the rain and the hill was exciting. It was also cold and stinky and thinking, what am I doing? But yeah, the end of the day, you feel very, um, yeah, you're very proud of what you achieved and by seeing it and handling it, it's very nice. But I think also uh, the day and the week in Denmark where I went through sorting all those ghost nets and, and really understanding that and going through it was a very, very memorable time. It was very um, good to work with the team there and to learn from their, their, have their knowledge and their expertise. Um, but there's also been very weird other trips where I've been um, sitting on a terrace somewhere in the sun, um, looking around into this beautiful village and thinking, I'm here, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm sitting here with my colleague Stella, drinking in Apollo Spritz. <laughs> it really is a funny thing when you think about, it. you can go from one side of the world and be in one completely different scenario to the complete opposite and be in a completely different scenario all for the same company, all for the same mission, all for the same goal. You've experienced this, Chris, the places you've been. What's been the biggest contrast that you've experienced in the ocean cleanup? Um, I would say um, in the oceans team, yeah, we're mostly off offshore, but uh, um, I guess some of the biggest contrasts is, yeah, I, I was there for the, let's say, the, the manufacturing of the screen in Dubai, which is, yeah, seems like a really lavish uh, company, uh, country. Um, and, and to seeing this assembly to that of uh, the middle of the ocean where it's just nothing around. There is no buildings, no civilizations. And that kind of just gives you also a bit of the idea of the, of the problem. Yeah, if you're on land trying to solve this, it's, you have infrastructure and everything there to bring the problem, uh, bring a solution to the problem. But yeah, that's the contrast. We're in the middle of the ocean. There is no infrastructure. There is nothing there. It's just, okay. I, I think that's just kind of big of the reality. Um, also, I've seen here just when we want to solve the problem, okay, we, we have the idea, we can manufacture it, but now we need to execute it. And I think that contrast is nicely seen um, between where, you, where we've been to actually to develop the technology. None of this would be possible if it wasn't for 
our supporters and, and the people who follow us and who have, you know, donated throughout the years that we've been here. This year has brought something interesting where people are supporting us kind of blindly coming in on what our presentation is going to be in October. What does that say to you, Ava, about our supporters? That we have amazing supporters. It's just, for me, it's just amazing that they are willing to, that they're so excited to join us on doing this and that they really also want to see this happening. So that it's actually real ocean plastic that's brought from, with our own team brought back and that we're turning that into something that they're willing to be part of that for me. That's, that's amazing. It's just very nice to feel. It makes you feel that we, we are just bigger than just the people here in the headquarters. It's something we, we all do together. So that's very nice. Yeah. And Chris, you, what do you think about that? I mean, I would say Ava summed up pretty, pretty good there. I mean, I think yeah, all of our supporters are amazing that they, okay, they have that faith in us that we will uh, get the job done. Um, in the end, as Ava said here, the problem is that um, the solution is not just of us, but hey, we need the support of everyone to make this mission a success. So I think it's amazing that uh, we have such great supporters that are willing to jump on that mission with us. All right, well, thank you both for hanging out with us this afternoon, and thank you to all of our supporters. And please watch our presentation on October 24th. We are looking forward to it, and it is definitely going to be something special. So thank you all.